Nieves. Welcome to the Have You Seen This podcast. I'm your host, Ethan Wilson, here with my good friend and, and breh, Jake Spencer. What's up, breh? <laughs> and this is a show where you know what we do. If y'all are one of the 20 listeners, we don't have to explain. You know what the game is. So we're just going to get right into it because today I recommended a movie. It's very dear to my heart. So Jake, you better have not have hated it. I didn't hate it. Um, it is Too Fast, Too Furious, starring Paul Walker. R.I.P. Paul went out for the homie. All right. All over my floor. Tyrese Gibson, Eva Mendez, <laughs> Cole Hauser, Luda Chris, Big Luda, yeah. Thomas Berry, and repeat actor appearance from this man. He's been in three movies already that we've done. James Remar. <laughs> yeah, dude, I didn't know he was in this movie, and as soon as I saw it, I'm like, Oh my god, no way. If we ever make Have You Seen This shirt, they're just going to be James Remar's face. James, all, all of the different versions <laughs> of James Remar. Um, this movie is a sequel to, I don't know, this 2000, 2001 movie, Fast and the Furious, uh, to which Paul Walker, who is Brian O'Connor, reprising the role of Brian O'Connor, is being called upon to bust dangerous, a dangerous criminal. And he recruits the help of a former childhood friend. And a street racer has a chance to redeem himself. So, obviously, Jake, you haven't seen Fast and the Furious, the first one? Okay, so no. Vin Diesel's in the first one. Vin Diesel's in all of them, except for this one. And Tokyo Drift, right? Yeah, Tokyo he... Drift. That one doesn't really count. He was filming Triple X at the time, so he didn't do this one. So what happens in the first one is a brief recap of the first one in case people are listening that haven't seen it. Brian, or Paul Walker, went undercover to try to figure out in the L.A. street racing scene who was robbing these semi-trucks full of high-tech electronics at the time, which nowadays it's hilarious because it's like it's like TV VCR combos and like yeah. DVD players. <laughs> So it's like they're robbing a truck full. I had of, one of those. It's like they're robbing trucks full of Goodwill stuff nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but they're using these Honda Civics, and they do these crazy heists of these trucks. Well, he's sent undercover to get close to Dom because Dom, which is Vin Diesel, and his crew is suspected to be the guys that are doing it. Okay. One thing leads to another. It is them. Brian has a, a you know. Blood rushed to a member for um, Vin Diesel's sister, 
gets he's attracted to her throughout the whole thing. He ends up marrying her later in the series, having a child. And obviously his cover gets blown towards the end of the movie because that's kind of like the peak of the movie. All this stuff. Uh-huh. He ends up letting Dom go at the end. So okay. he's discharged from the LAPD and kind of a criminal for aiding and abetting and all this stuff. So that's why he's in Florida and not in L.A. anymore. So this one is those, the James Remar is not in the first one. It is the guy that plays Buffalo Bill in Silence of the Lambs. And he's in some other things. Um, okay. He is a he's a detective for the LAPD, and so is the guy. The only thing that I remember this the black guy that's like the head detective. The only thing that I know he from specifically is he plays Michael Jordan's dad in like the first five minutes of Space Jam. Oh, <laughs> that's, that's the only thing I've ever seen him in, other than these first two Fast and the Furious movies. So they're tracking him down to catch Cole Hauser. Uh, which I don't remember what his name is in the movie. Um, Verone. Verone, yeah. Carter Verone. Carter Verone. So they replace Vin Diesel in this one with his part, what it would have been, with Tyrese Gibson, which Tyrese Gibson, okay. as the movies go on, becomes the main part. Him and Ludacris both are a big part of the crew because they replace Ja Rule with Ludacris. Ludacris goes on to be a main part of the crew with Tyrese Gibson in, uh, okay. as the Fast series goes on. Okay, so Ja Rule pulled a Terrence Howard on Dude, Ja Rule, ja Rule messed up, dog. Yeah. <laughs> but I think we got the better one of the two out of this one. Yeah, dude. Ludacris's character, as the, as the movies go on, is great. Um, Luda's a pretty good actor. Yes. Um, so as far as my story with this movie, I don't remember when I saw these because obviously they're like popcorn action movies. Yeah. And... Uh, they were coming out in the early 2000s, and I wasn't old enough to get into PG-13, so my parents would have had to have taken me, and this is not my either one of my parents' cup of tea at all. They wouldn't have liked these movies. I think they would have watched them and thought, you know, I never need to watch this again. So it's not a movie they would have taken me to the movie theaters to see. Gotcha. It was on TNT a ton. So gotcha. the TNT, the cable run of this movie, is where I used to watch it. And I really liked the first one. As a young okay. teenage kid. So when I found out that they made a second one, I was like, yeah, of course, I'll watch it. Okay. And then me and Patrick, our friend Patrick Garrison from college, are both on the same page. We think the Fast and the Furious is a series as a whole is like one of the greatest action movies series that there has ever been it's such a great i mean there's a reason why there's nine of them it's such a great series of movies um and they just get progressively more ridiculous as you go on like in the first one it's seriously stealing vcrs and dvd players this one there's like maybe five hundred thousand dollars worth of cash they're trying to move and it jumps to like i don't know they're like dropping cars out of cargo planes with parachutes and they're in them they're in the cars and they pop the parachutes to land on an impassable mountain pass or something it is crazy stuff that they do in the isn't there one where they like pull a safe out of a bank and drive around with it yep and the is that different that's another one later yeah it's later it's like fast five i think so these these movies get progressively way more outrageous there's the first two are like super low stakes there's like it's like you're going to jail for felony offenses and things like that it's not like you're saving the world which this very last one, where Vin Diesel's like the bad guy through most of it, is like they're seriously trying to save the world from someone getting a hold of a nuclear submarine. 
Okay. So, like, it's crazy <laughs> stuff. Yeah, man, I really like this movie. It's great. I think it's, I mean, the character, I think Tyrese Gibson, and he's kind of the comic relief in all of them. He is so good. I love him in this movie. He is hilarious in this movie. Um, so we'll hop right into it, Jake. What did you not like or have problems? And this is what this is a great movie. This is what I like about these movies is because they do have ridiculous things that are easy to pick out, and I, and it's crazy. So I didn't have a ton actually. Yeah. I even I even took about twenty minutes afterwards to think about things I didn't like specifically, but I couldn't really come up with stuff. The first one I had was for the first race. Uh, the skyline is struggling to get in front of the Supra, and I'm like, well, first of all. That model Skyline stock is already faster than most of those cars souped up, maybe except for the RX-7. But an upgraded Skyline is easily faster. It could easily outperform a Supra, no problem. Yeah. So that's just because I, you know, when I was younger, I had, you know, I had a big infatuation with Japanese sports cars and all that. So I, I was actually very like I knew all the cars. You know, there's the the Supra, the Skyline, the S2K, the the pink car, and then the RX-7, which is one of my favorites as well. And so I was just like, oh man. Dude, you're speaking Japanese to me. I have no idea what any of these cars are. <laughs> uh, I just know they're in the movie and that they go fast. Yeah. And if you press a button, they zoom faster because you're injecting <laughs> nitrous oxide into the fuel lines or whatever. So my problems and things that it's just nitpick stuff because I love this movie. Yeah. There, I, there's nothing about this movie that I despise or hate. Um, so yeah, it's just it's just nitpick stuff like how the Miami PD did not have a finger on the racing street scene that's going on because they're not like shutting down like side roads in the hood or something. They're shutting at yeah. one point they're driving past the American airlines arena where the heat plays. So they're downtown yeah. Miami. Yeah. Like there's no way that the cops would know that this thing was a deal. So, and there's no way that they would wait until the race was over and they, they illegally broke into a bridge to raise the bridge and yeah. jump this dangerous to thing. raise up one side. Um, and then they're like, okay, now that the race is over, we're going to bust all of them. Like, they, w- they would just have stopped it first thing. Um, yeah. And this is just a product for early 2000s stuff, early 2000s characters and writing and stuff. The Hispanic dude being immediately sexist to the, the girl. The girl, um, yeah. About driving. Said, I'm not a car guy, but Brian's Nissan Skyline is shooting out what looks like fire extinguisher fog out of the wheel wells when he's pulling up to the pulling up to the race he's just (laughs) out the sides of the car (laughs) i don't know what that purpose serves his wheels are just gonna turn sideways and he's gonna start flying away yeah i mean it just it's like he's 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 moonlights with his with his nissan skyline as like a volunteer firefighter he just goes around and puts out little bitty fires (laughs) he drives into the building with his wheel wells just (laughs) <laughs> like little kids little kids burning leaves with a with a magnifying glass and he drives by with his Nissan Skyline and on that little kid. So these people seem to be random people. We can assume since Brian O'Connor is a felon and wanted by the the United States, dude doesn't have a job, right? Yeah. It is safe to assume that he's probably winning races, so him having money makes sense. But they're just racing for thirty five thousand dollars or thirty five hundred dollars. Like, yeah. Why don't we? Why don't we kick it a nickel? It's like, okay, so I'm just gonna throw in thirty five hundred bucks, and if I lose, cool. Yeah, and that the one black dude is like, I gotta, I gotta win because I can't pay rent. Like, first of all, what are you? What thirty five hundred bucks, dude? That's a lot for rent, even in like two thousand three. Yeah. So he lost, 
and had to fix his car up like crazy. Yeah, and didn't die from flying into that Pepsi sign, which is just hilariously yeah. product placement in that. It's just yeah. Pepsi. He just crashes straight into it. Yeah. So you got any more? Oh, I have two more, Good. and they're all actually just the first five minutes. Yeah. My second one is, I run even in all caps, why would she just rear-end his RX-7? Because I love RX-7s, and then I'm like, that angered me a bit. She deserved her 2K, S2K getting trashed yeah. when she comes down off the bridge. And she yells, <laughs> it makes me, it made me cringe when I was in high school. Um, when she uh, ramps that car, she yells, smack that ass. <laughs> like, <laughs> no one can hear you. You're in a car by yourself. <laughs> yeah. And you're about to trash your car, so. Yeah. None of those cars should have made it over oh, no. in any sort of one piece. That would have just trashed all of them. Um, I said, Tess raises the bridge like, bro, dude, you're going to kill somebody. He's like, I got a surprise yeah, for y'all. So- you want to see four people die? <laughs> like, <laughs> jokes on them. We're killing all. That's the, that's the surprise I got tonight. I'm just going to keep all this money. I'm just going to kill all these racers. Yeah, seriously. That's so dangerous. <laughs> My last one is that electrical hook thing they used to shut down cars. I'm like, that doesn't exist. Yeah, that's in the. That's in I the... already suspended my disbelief when the skyline flew right over the super on the bridge jump. So I'm like, eh, I'll believe it yeah, for this movie. Uh, I'm okay with that's that. That's in one of my fun texts later. And that was the end of my dislikes. Classic Venezuelan gangster being played by a white dude. Yeah, I know. Like right? this dude is in. He's in Dazed and Confused. He's one of the buddies in Dazed and Confused. And he's just a white bread dude from Texas in that movie. And this one, he's like, he was born in Venezuela. And he came over here and he's this big drug dealer. There's a lot of bros and cuzzes in this movie. Okay. Bruh. Bruh. Cuz. Yeah. Brian or Paul Walker saying, uh, I said, forget about it, cuz. It's just, it's funny to me. At the very end of the movie, when Eva Mendes sneaks into Brian's boat room, um, Bro's just sleeping in slacks like a freak in Florida. Dude. Bro, in 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 bed in Florida with a boat that's yeah. obvi- probably doesn't have air conditioning. Yeah. In slacks, that's a psycho behavior, man. Seriously. Um, the cops in the final chase all driving in tight clumps, so when one spill, spins out, they all crash into each other. <laughs> 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 it's like, you bunch of idiots. <laughs> yeah. They're just all a tight bunch, and one guy can't drive over 75 and spins out and crashes 86 police officers. <laughs> In the scramble scene at the garage, there's at least two PT Cruisers that come out of that garage, and I was like, who who soups up a PT Cruiser, dude? Just Dude, I've seen a couple, and the... the I don't get it. Yeah, I just making don't get a it. tuner racer out of a PT Cruiser. Yeah, they, yeah, they make people will make tuner racers out of the stupidest cars. Like I've seen a souped-up Dodge uh, Neon, like a, like one of the, you know, the one that you're not supposed. It's not supposed to be a race car. It's like what? Why? In um, Tokyo Drift, they turn a Dodge Charger into a drift. Oh car, yeah, I think at the end. Yeah, he drifts it down a mountain. Yeah, I remember that. That's the only Fast and Furious movie I've seen before this was Tokyo Drift. I saw that in theaters. That was it. I'm sorry, Jake. Hey, I I, I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, it's an okay movie. It wasn't initial D, but I enjoyed it. Um, And then my last dislike was at the end when they ramped. Not that they ramped the car into the boat. It's that Carter 
you can hear him rack a shell into a shotgun, like a pump shotgun, but it's like yeah. a Benelli semi-automatic, so it doesn't do that. Yeah. I took me out of it, man. They ramped that car into the boat, I was fine, but he racks a, racks a semi-automatic shotgun. This just ruins <laughs> the movie for me. Your immersion is just done. <laughs> That's so fake. <laughs> this movie's crap. Um, so, Jake, favorite parts, lines? So... First off, I like that they, that little you know street race crew calls um, Paul Walker's character Bullet. Yep. Which, if people don't know, that's a film with Steve McQueen, which is famous for its car chase scenes and stunt and incredible stunt driving. And he's a white guy with blonde hair, like Steve sure. McQueen. But yeah, that's probably another <laughs> thing. But is you know, Bullet's a great movie. If you know, if you love car chase scenes and stuff, that's a that's probably one of the. The best early ones. That is a solid. That's a solid nickname too. And like you can tell, these people are like shit when he pulls up there. That one girl said even says, like, "Oh no, it's Brian." Like we're yeah. all gonna lose. Like everyone knows yeah. you're done if Brian shows up. And the dude, like a like a true car nerd, is driving his Japanese car on the le- on the right hand side. Uh, well, was, and here's why. Is that the only way it Those- comes in? Yeah, so that's an imported skyline. Those skylines were banned from being in America because they're first of import laws and smog laws and, you know, other things. Like, it's for a car that size, the engine is, like, just way too powerful to stock. You could easily outrun, well, at least in that era, you could easily outrun police cars with it. And so that's that's one of the reasons why it was right-hand drive. But, Bro, cops, yeah. cops ruin everything, man. Yeah. But like, yeah, like specifically, like you you couldn't you couldn't you know drive that in California because the smog laws. That thing does not pass the smog check. Florida, they. That was actually my next like was talking about the sky. Florida, they don't care, dude. They're like, we want more smog. (laughs) Yeah. Um, I said we got prime beer and chicken ludicrous in the first part of this movie with his freaking that afro is so sick, dude. I just that's (laughs) that is prime. Like I said, beer and chicken where it's like. His little body with his giant head and his huge afro, just <laughs> who's your housekeeper? What you keep in your house? Like that, Ludacris was so great. I remember him in high school, and dude, like this, him walking out with that pick in his hair, and he's got like a four foot afro. It's great. <laughs> he's in that giant ass, like jumps, like Michael Myers jumpsuit that's way too big for him, dude. It's good. It's yeah. good look. It's it's it takes me back. Next one was the RX-7, the red car in the start, uh, you know, driven by the Orange Julius guy. I said, "Is played it smart. Didn't want to damage his car with that bridge jump. He's also 12. His documentation is proof. <laughs> oh, man. I didn't <laughs> even make that connection. Oh, yes! man. Um, that car was just rewrapped for this movie. Dom drives it in the first one. Oh, really? Yep. I love RX-7s, man. They're sweet cars. And it just, it, I just love that it was driven by the guy from the bench warmers. Like, I am 12. Yeah. <laughs> He's got documentation. <laughs> oh, like, that was the first thing just... I noticed when I saw him. Like, yeah. <laughs> Is that beer? No, that's Gatorade. <laughs> <laughs> so many Maria, Maria. He's just screaming from the freaking mound at these little kids. <laughs> yeah. Why did you leave me? <laughs> <laughs> the whole, just the whole first race scene. We've been talking about that a lot. Um, 
yeah. the whole first race scene to me is just funny to watch because all of this tech in the in the movie is supposed to be and it's the same with the first one it's supposed to be so like oh my goodness i can't believe that they have this stuff and it's just so yeah. out of date now yeah it's like uh, i've been watching just been watching like they have challenge shows like survivor and the challenge and stuff on netflix and i was watching mtv's the challenge it was like a season from like 2004 like right when mp3 players were taking the market and dave Mir was like you guys want to know what you're playing for today and they're like yeah and he's like the winner of today's challenge that also wins they win immunity and this dell mp3 player and it's like this brick gray silver ugly looking thing and they're just like oh my gosh and just looking back at the days man just looking back at that stuff now it's like you can just tell how crap it was and it's just wonderful yeah. to revisit those times my next one was you kind of mentioned earlier said welcome to the james remar podcast <laughs> yeah. and i said this is the third film we've done that he is in i think he's made the most cameos out of all the films we've done so yeah far. him and uh the swankster man she was in um she was referenced in the I want to say it was Midsummer. Podcast oh well, Jacob with mentioned Jacob. her in the in the Midsummer podcast. Yeah, and then she was in. She was in the I Am Mother. I Am Mother. So she's she's been mentioned twice, but James Remar is far and away yeah. the most. The Reams, man. Yeah, and I I didn't mind it. I like him as an actor. He's cool. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when they go up to the. Uh, they go up to Carter Verone's house and all the gangster guys or drivers are pulling up there with their cars and stuff. And, and Brian and uh, Rome get out of their car and those two greaser looking dudes are like, well, did you get those cars out of the bottom of a cereal box? And <laughs> Rome says, Hey, really funny Fonzie. Bro, <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> yeah. That was some good banter. I, I wrote next, uh, the, the detective guy, eating popcorn while watching uh them the two friends fight it just like just start fighting each yeah, other dude, he's off duty man yeah he's just like mm. he doesn't care if the two felons beat each other up um yeah. i said sea races lol like they're just racing in this that florida that florida bay or whatever and it doesn't really show what's going on out there. It just looks like these CDs are zooming back and forth, and one guy just flies off of one, and Luda's like, give me my money, give me my money. He's just taking money from everybody, but it doesn't look like it's organized at all. No, it's just like, are there, I, I just couldn't, I couldn't figure out exactly what was going on. I'm like, they're racing those things, but kind of? <laughs> Either way. I wrote, he did the stare and drive on you, did he? He got that from me. Yeah, dude. I thought that was a good There line. used to be a gif that I would see every now and again that he's doing that stare and drive with her, and then it just hard cuts to a video of a car driving through a bunch of bikers, <laughs> like riding a bike, <laughs> riding bicycles. <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> so when they do that job to go get the cigar, and the yeah. cops show up, and Rome shoots, the, shoots at James Remar, and then James Remar tries to beat him up when they see him again. Uh, and then Rome walks over and he's got that bag of food sitting on the table and he grabs it and looks at it and James Remar says, hey, that's mine. And he says, so? And, <laughs> and then yeah. the next scene, he's just eating that dude's burger. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a hilarious scene. And then uh, 
prior to that specific scene, I like what uh, Roman does to the, the those other guys' car. He just lights the windshield on fire. Yeah, he's he's speaking to him in Spanish and spraying the windshield. <laughs> lights it on fire. I love that. <laughs> so they race those dudes for their muscle cars. Yeah, and um. After they beat them, the 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 way that they positioned them out in the middle of the street with their with their with their little girlfriends, dude. Yes, it's such a funny. It's like the shot I, is framed was, so funny. That was my next one too. That exact same thing. I said the look of sadness when they lose their cars. They're just standing there like, and the girls are just like kind of holding it. It's so funny. <laughs> well done. I love. It. Yeah, that's hilarious that we had the exact same one too. That's funny. Um, the detective uh, getting the rat put on his chest is the same detective that's in The Dark Knight. Dark Knight. And he's the, yeah. what your kids don't like falafel guy, and he gets dropped from the <laughs> yeah. building by Batman. <laughs> said, yeah. This poor crooked cop, dude, he just gets he just gets boned by everybody, man. He's just... He's a crooked cop in everything. Yeah, it, and he in, he's in Sons of Anarchy, and he's like this, he's in the bike, he's in the biker gang, he's just kind of like the scumbag guy. He's just always playing scumbag guys. My next one was Cole Hauser, who played Verone, looks like Matthew McConaughey. I was just like, who does he look like? I'm like, oh, he looks like Matthew McConaughey a little bit. Fun fact. Actually, quite a bit. He is also in, uh, he's in, uh, oh crap, I just forgot. The movie from about the, the kids in high school in the 70s that I had mentioned earlier. Dazed to Confuse, which Matthew yeah. McConaughey is also in. Yes, Okay. At first, when you said he was in Dazed and Confused, I'm like, is he thinking of Matthew McConaughey? No. Nope. But that's hilarious that they're, they're both, both in, in it. it. Yep. That's funny, because I've, I've never seen it. So. Bro, we're going to put that on the list. We're going to put that on the list. Yeah, we'll watch that soon. That's a good one. Ejecto Cito, cuz. That's such a great line. Oh, I yeah. love this button. He just launches that guy into the Florida swamp. The, the only thing that would have topped that thing off is if an alligator was like, the dude was trying to get away oh, from alligators or something. Oh, my God. Would have been great. That would be so good. And then I said, they're just whooping the shit out of that last henchman. I mean, they were just yeah. just kicking the hell out of that guy. And I was cracking Seriously. up laughing because they're, like, falling away and kicking, and they're just trying to get, like, it was like each one of them wanted to have the last, the last blow. Uh, mm-hmm. It's just a funny scene. And then, obviously, they, they ramped the car into the boat, saved the day. They save Eva Mendez. They stop what's his face, Verone. Um, mm-hmm. They turn in. They decide to be good guys. They decide to be good guys. And he says, "There's three bags of cash." And he says, "Yeah, our records are clean now." And he says, "Yep, I kept my end of the deal." And he goes back to the car and pulls out the three other bags. He says, well, maybe there were six bags. And James oh, yeah. James Remar, you know, shakes his hand and approves of them now and all this stuff and then they're walking off and rome says man I, i'm probably i'm probably just gonna stay here in florida man keep you out of trouble he goes, and then paul walker says yeah we can start to open up a garage together do that and he's like how are we gonna do that his pockets ain't empty cuz and then he lifts up <laughs> his shirt which uh rome lifts up his shirt says we ain't hungry no more and they just stole probably sixty seventy thousand dollars yeah, seriously. Um, so I put that. I said pockets ain't empty, cause on. Uh, that was my last. That's a good line. Last line. I so I have a couple more. I I wrote down the thug moves the painting before smashing in the wall. Yeah, and the other one looks <laughs> at him like, "What are you doing?" 
It's like, what? Why? <laughs> I just thought that was so funny. It's so subtle, but it's just so good. And then my next, yeah, I liked that um, scramble part, you know, all the racers as distractions. And then it was hilarious how the two henchmen thugs were impressed with the guys' driving skills. Yeah, he's like, you're, they're just you're, like, dang, you're a good driver. You're a good driver, man. He's like, thanks, bro. Yeah. There's a lot of bread in this movie. I oh, yeah. I always wondered where I probably picked bread up from this movie. I I said that I've said that a lot for a long time. Um, it's probably from this. I never uh, never landed on me with me, so that's probably a good thing though. But bread has stuck with me. Bread. Jake, would you recommend this movie to a friend? Absolutely. I actually went in looking for problems with it and as i stated before i only have three things i just quote didn't like unquote and they're just small things and uh you know i couldn't find a reason to not like this movie so yeah i mean i highly recommend it you know it's 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 a fun it's just a fun movie to watch it's you know it's not really super complex and it's just you know sometimes you just need that you need a little bit of simple like simple simplicity in your life yeah. And stuff like that. So yeah. Um, I would. Um, you know, I said earlier I love this series. So it's like without a doubt, I've told yeah. pe- multiple people to watch this movie. I've told Matt to watch this series. I don't know, hundreds and hundreds of times and he acts like he's above it for whatever reason. Me and me and Patrick at the Bro Union a couple years ago in Dallas, we didn't have anything to do one evening and we made Jacob watch the first one and then the next day made him watch the second one. And Jacob said, you know, I would have never sat down and watched them myself, but Patrick and Ethan made me, and, you know, I liked them. And, yeah. and me and Patrick were like, duh, dude, what do you think? We're not going to tell you to watch a bad movie. I mean, I might. Well. I might. <laughs> not unless you watch it intentionally. Yeah. Um, I said it's just a popcorn action movie. It's got cool cars in it. If you like, yeah. If you like the tuner cars, it's got that. If you like the muscle cars, it's got that. And that's what's great about these movies as the movies progress like paul walker is the tuner import guy and vin diesel is the american muscle guy Um, and then like when the rock gets in he's like big badass truck guy like there's it gets to the point where there's everything um yeah i might actually just start watching the entire series just so well i'm sure i'll recommend them for for watches as we move on because there's a a bunch of them yeah. Um, I, I applied to be in number nine, but I never got an audition request. It's got the stunts in it are great. They launch that car into oh, a yeah. boat. They do. They launch off the bridge. They're doing all sorts of cool driving um, on the highway, zooming in and out of cars. And there's a bunch of cool crashes. Uh, said it does lack Vin Diesel as Dom. And Dom is really, I mean, Dom's a really great character. Vin Diesel's kind of hit and miss on an actor, but he really... He really dials in Dom Toretto for these movies. Um, he's mm-hmm. he's cheesy and corny, but everything about these movies is that. On the flip side, it does add Tez and Rome in this one, which they become a, a key part of the of the crews moving forward in the later movies. So yeah, I mean, I would hundred percent recommend this. I will, I have, and I'll keep doing it. So, um, does it hold up in twenty twenty one, Jake? Aside from the outdated tech. Yes, it still does. I mean, I mean, heist movies are great, and that's what some of the other ones are. Just good action, uh, action driving movies are always great. Yeah, I said, uh, I said, like what you said, everything in this movie that is supposed to be like high end or um, expensive is all obsolete stuff nowadays. That's not yeah. like you'll find it like 
like thrift stores and covered in dust because no one wants them anymore. Yeah, and that's that's very common with technology in general. Like, you could watch a movie from like ten years ago and people have an iPod and you just feel like what yeah, the and heck especially is that? with car technology, man. Like this was oh, like yeah. the height of Pimp My Ride and all of that stuff. So. There, people are trying to put all sorts of crazy lights and subs and video game consoles. Like, in the first movie, a guy's playing a racing game on his little TV in the car when he's waiting for the, the race to start. But it's like a PS2, and it looks like garbage. It looks so bad. <laughs> but I said these movies are still being made. There's one coming out in a couple of years. I don't know. They, you know, they pushed it back because of COVID and everything, but yeah. it's supposed to be the last one. You never know what these ones, but um, they, they make spinoffs. They had the one with Jason Statham and the rock Hobbs and Shaw. Oh yeah. And then, and then I guess Tokyo drift is technically a spinoff cause it doesn't have any of the, yeah. And characters. one of the guys, I don't remember what his name is. He's the Han, I think. Yeah. He's in a couple of the other ones. He's part of he's oh, part okay. of the crew, in the couple. Oh, he's like the gotcha. he's like the drifting. Uh, but but then his story is bookended guy. with, like the other ones that he's in takes place before. Yeah, Tokyo so Drift, Tokyo right? Drift. Yeah, Tokyo Drift. Drift takes place during in between five and six in the timeline. I okay. Think. Yeah. Because yeah, because that Han guy dies. Right? Yeah, Jason Statham's character. It's retconned, but Jason Statham's character is the one that doesn't end. You know, like a stinger scene after one of the movies. Oh, uh, okay. Rewatchability, Jake. Very rewatchable. Yes. I mean, I could see myself rewatching these. I've never rewatched the third one, just because. I mean, but if because it, it didn't feel like this one, I don't know. There was just a different vibe to it, just because. I don't. Even yeah, know. I mean the. This one is definitely. It's really all. It's sure. you know they're all the same formula, especially these first few. Um. The stakes, like I said, are very low um, in yeah. these first couple. Um, Tokyo Drift is almost like, yeah, like you said, like a spinoff because it's got Han in it, but everybody else, they haven't brought any of those people back. I keep no. thinking they're going to bring the one guy back that's the main character. Yeah. Um, and they've acted like they were going to because it, there's like a stinger scene or maybe it's the end of Tokyo Drift where Vin Diesel shows up. And wants to talk to him because he knows Han. So okay, something gotcha. like that. They're all I haven't seen those movies in a long time. They're all kind of squirrely to keep together. Um, gotcha. So I would imagine they'll bring him back at some point. Maybe in this new one. I don't know. They might not. But <clears throat> um, uh, I have watched this movie a lot. I don't know how many times I've rewatched this movie. It's a good. If one. it used to, if it was on TV, man, it would just. I would just watch it because um, it's just fun to watch. Um, you get pulled into it, really. That oh, if you yeah. catch it, if you catch it in that first five, that first fifteen minutes with that race scene, you're just that's what you're doing for the next hour and a half is watching yeah. Too Fast, Too Furious. So it's got it's got a lot of rewatchability for me. Um, it's got some great Paul Walker stuff, and you know he passed away uh, in a car yeah. accident. Um. And like they, they book in his story. He wants to live a normal life with Mia Toretto, well, or O'Connor, um, and they have like a kid. Um, and this was that was the one that they had to finish 
he had died during filming. So it's like his his yeah. brother, and then they CGI his face. They had on to it. use CGI replacement. On yeah, and then the yeah, him and Dom do this thing where they're driving along the road, and there's a fork in the road that goes up like it's going towards the sky, and uh, Brian or Paul Walker takes that up, and Dom goes to the right. And they're playing that Wiz Khalifa song that everyone thought was super duper sad. Um, so fun facts about the movie, Jake. Uh, well, Suki says the line "Move, bitch!" in the opening race, and Ludacris has a famous single Heck title "Move, yeah. bitch." Get out the way! Um, get out the way, bro, dude. I don't listen to Ludacris That's much, dude, but I, I mean, I just love his stuff. That's a good song, though. Um. It was always funny to see when people would, like, censor it. Like, I, I remember somebody, I think it was work, someone's like, move, please, get out the way. I just <laughs> thought that was, and that stuck with me forever. I don't remember when I heard it, but that's just been in my head every time I hear about, the, or just think about move, that song. Move, please. please. <laughs> yes. Um, exactly. There was so much neon lighting used in the cars that a technical specialist whose expertise was in shooting neon on film was kept on set at all times. That's what you need to do, Jake. You need to quit. You need to forget acting and just get in as like a key grip who's good at running neon lights or something. <laughs> just let that be my specialty. Yeah, and be like, it's like when uh, you know people say like touring. The money's not in being in the band. The money's being in like the guy that tunes the guitar players' guitars. Like that's where oh, the money's yeah. made. Um. Universal, because well, that guy doesn't owe anything to the record company. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. Anyways, Universal Studios had two different scripts commissioned. The first script featured Vin Diesel's character, while the second script did not, in case he did not return. I had that one down too. I like that actually. That was actually very cool that they did that. Yeah, yeah. Instead of having to rewrite it on the spot, yeah. they just had two scripts to go off of immediately. Yeah, they just had two ready. That's smart. Uh, my next one was in the club scene. Carter calls Brian kid. In reality, Cole Hauser is two years younger than Paul Walker. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while this movie was filming on one side of Cape Florida State Park on the Key Biscayne, Bad Boys 2 in 2003 was filming scenes on the other side of the park. That's hilarious. It's like uh, when uh, Ferris Bueller and The Breakfast Club was filming at the same time oh yeah yeah in the same high school yeah but that but in that one it was the same director yeah who did them both yeah Yeah. i don't have any other fun facts a lot of them are probably the same you know they're they're probably similar to what you got okay well i'll just read off these ones that i copied down yeah most cars were heavily reinforced the roll cages for the bridge jump. However, the roll cage would have been all too obvious in the convertible S2000. So the stunt crew rigged up a remote control version for the jump with a dummy in the driver's seat. That dummy's name was Fred. <laughs> That's good to know. <laughs> I don't know what the dummy's name was. It was just a oh, dude I they pulled off the side. Hey, hey, you want to do something real cool? You want to be in a movie? Sure. I thought, I thought you were being serious. No, I, I was here. like, I'll be- I believe it. <laughs> the dummy's name was Jake Spencer. Yep. Um, That's what I say in the mirror all the time. <laughs> the bomb. You're the bomb. Pause the shaving. Tell himself he's the bomb. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you also take the seat off your bike because the way that it feels, don't you? 
that's not true. It is true. Don't let Jake lie to you, people. I don't have a bicycle. <laughs> um, the part where the Corvette crashes into the Mustang on the freeway was not planned, yet the stuntman walked away unscathed. Some parts of the ending were not scripted either, so uh, so the actors just improvised. That's cool. Yeah. Oh, I did read something about them using like the newest model of the the Dodge Viper for that, and they had to make sure that that specific car did not get wrecked. <laughs> You'd think they would just put like a body kit on like a like a like a Toyota Camry or something. Yeah. Apparently, Dodge just like you can use this car, just don't crash it. We don't want people to think that it's a crashable car. Okay. Well, we're gonna take it out and <laughs> drive it 120 miles down the freeway. We'll see what happens. <laughs> When Brian wins the first race, he power slides towards the crowd. Paul Walker actually performed this stunt himself, among many others in this film and the original, as he was a big fan of street racing and a good driver. I guess nice. I guess if him being a good driver is debatable. <laughs> oh my god, no! <laughs> Cut that. <laughs> It was coming out of my mouth, and I was like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, he'd probably appreciate that. <laughs> the electrical device used by the police throughout the film to disable the cars is non-existent in reality and was made up by the creators to add more excitement. Hey, I liked it. Yeah. I mean, I wasn't. It's cool that they had a little EMP gun. Yeah. <laughs> it just shoots a little uh, three-pronged. I just love that it like. It went into the back door and it's like fudging up the stuff in the front. It's like that none of that stuff in the yeah. back door is connected up front on the computer system. Yeah. Um, and then it's heavily reliant upon all three prongs being like secure. I just like that guy's derp face when he's looking at the little thing the whole time, just going. <laughs> rah, 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 rah. <laughs> he's like, what's going on? <laughs> when did we get this technology? <laughs> I wasn't even supposed to be here today. He well, in reality, that guy's just looking at a little iPad-looking thing with a blue, with the, just a blank blue or blank green screen on it. <laughs> He's like, hmm, "This green box is very descriptive." <laughs> <laughs> or it's like in Hot Rod when Rod comes into the room and his brothers watching the dogs hump each other on the computer. <laughs> and that's just what he's. That's a, that's a project for something. That's, <laughs> that's a, her, for, a project that's for, for mom. mom. Yeah, that's mom likes that stuff. <laughs> <laughs> um, the only Fast and Furious movie that does not feature at least a cameo by Vin Diesel as Dominic Toretto. The reason for Vin Diesel not appearing was due to filming uh, conflicts of him filming the movie Triple X at the time. Which, you know, good for him, dude. That movie was huge, too. That guy was knocking yeah. him out of the park for a while. He had, he had, what was that? Uh, that was a whole, um, a trilogy, yeah, like a trilogy right? The, yeah. the Pitch Black trilogy? He had the Pitch Black, Triple X is a trilogy too. And then he's been well, in. Well, isn't Pitch Black a part of the Triple X trilogy? Is it? I have no idea. I've never seen it. I think so. I think Pitch Black was the second or third one. Um, and then he's been in, so far, nine of these Fast and Furious movies. And <laughs> last year he released a uh, music single. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you've heard that, dude. You need to go listen to that. Uh-uh. It doesn't even sound like Vin Diesel singing. It's crazy. It's like a pop sing, like a like a like post Malone style pop song. 
That's hilarious. John Singleton originally wanted rapper Ja Rule to reprise his Edwin character from the original Fast and the Furious in 2001. Ja Rule turned it down, feeling, as Singleton put it, he was too big for the role. Which is weird, because he's like 5'2". Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, This led to Singleton to create the character Tej Parker character uh, with Ludacris ultimately cast as that character and thank God for it because I like I liked Ludacris yeah he's hilarious I, I even when he would like do little guest spots on SNL with Andy Samberg doing the the Blizzard Man rap he's like rap song <laughs> yeah, he's and I'm like, gonna rap and then Ludacris is just like, like just jamming yeah. in the side room like oh yeah it's the Blizzard Man I love him in those sketches <laughs> This is the last Fast and Furious movie that were released on VHS tape. Oh wow. Yep. Oh wow. Oh wow. 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 Um <laughs> The first draft of this script had the character of Markham being in cahoots with Carter Verone the entire time, which Markham is I think James Remar's That's character. James Remar's character. Which eh, I don't think that would have done much. Eh. We could have just got Tyrese Gibson and Paul Walker kicking the trash out of James Remar at the end instead of that henchman guy. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like they would have done like it would have been like he turns the corner after he lets Paul Walker and Tyrese Gibson go and they reveal it that way that he's in cahoots with him. It wouldn't have been like something that uh, Paul Walker's character in Rome would have known, which would have been lame. So I'm glad they didn't do that. Yeah. But yeah, that's all I've got, Jake. Yeah, same. That's all you got. Um, So we can be found on all streaming platforms, um, on Apple and Spotify and Stitcher, all of them, every single one of them. So if you like our podcast, please go on to Apple Podcasts and give us a five-star rating. That would be great for us. Um, Leave us a little comment if you want to. I think we're up to seven five-star ratings, dude. Almost to ten. Heck yeah. Almost to ten. And on social media, we can be found on Twitter at SeenThisHaveYou, on Instagram at HYST Podcast, and on Facebook at HYST Podcast. I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at Ethan Tyler Wilson with no E in Tyler. Jake, what about you, my friend? Bruh. I can be found on Twitter and Instagram at, at J-E-K Spencer. Kuh. Yeah. So until next time, stay safe. You know, if you live in one of the myriad of states that got snow last week, you know, it's still kind of slushy out there, so slick and spots so stay safe drive carefully wear masks and stuff but i'm ethan wilson and i'm jake spencer we'll talk to you guys later bye hey jake here next week we'll be watching mission impossible ghost protocol (laughs) 